Pozain, France, August 26, 1944. Before surrendering Cherbourg to the Americans on June 26th, the Germans first demolished enough of its harbor installations so that it was of little use for many months, with supplies still limited to what the Allies could bring in on the beaches of Normandy. Possession of the Breton ports of Brest and Lorient therefore appeared critical to the campaign in northern France. The success of Operation Cobra and the capture of Avranches allowed Patton's Third Army to break through into Brittany on August 3rd. From Avranches, the 6th Armored Division covered 200 miles to Brest in five days, bypassing strong points along the way, but finding the city's defenses too strong to take by a quick thrust. Two weeks later, on August 23rd, the three infantry divisions of 8th Corps arrived to take over the assault on Brest in Prelude to Festung Brest. Hello again, everybody. I'm Dave. And I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave. And that's our friend, Other Dave, T. And we're here to record uh, another, we're here to present to you, obviously, another ASL Extra episode. Again, we're not geniuses at this, but we're going to pit Jeff against Dave in Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. And I will be a neutral commentator. So maybe that'll be different with this ASL Extra episode. None of the other ones had a neutral commentator. I think I should change my name to Dave also during this episode, so we just have three Daves and really make it confusing. Right, Dave. Good idea. I'm all for it. Yeah. It's a good name. Right. Yes, Dave? All right, well, I'll be Dave. <laughs> all righty, so uh, they diced it off for, um, well, actually flipped a concealment counter to determine who would be the Americans. Who's the American? Uh, Dave. <laughs> no, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is the Americans. And, and guest Dave. Guest Dave That's T is the Germans. Germans. And the American, the German sets up first, so we are going to send Jeffrey out of the room and see what Dave Timonen is thinking as he analyzes the starter kit scenario, Prelude to Festung Brust, which is available for free on the MMP web page. Downloadable for free. So we figured this is a great one to do. Yeah. Everyone can get it for free. We'll put a link on the on the show notes. All right, excellent, Jeff. So I need to leave the room. Bye bye. Is your wife upstairs? No. Oh, I wouldn't leave her up there with you around. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do? Watch um, Swiss Family Robinson with the kids. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> All right. First thing is to look at the victory conditions. Do you want to read it, Dave? Yes. Provided the Germans do not amass greater than equal the nine CVP casualty victory points. The Americans win a game, and if they control greater or equal to 15 stone building hexes in the German setup area, and or there are no unbroken German MMC and stone building hexes. So in other words, if I'm broke, All broken, completely, at game end. Or killed, right? Yeah, he wins he automatically. Wins. He breaks the last squad at the game end. Yeah, you lose. Right. Or... And then it also says each squad is worth two casual... Casualty victory points, while each half squad is worth one. Leaders are worth one CVP, each plus one CVP for a neg one modifier. And that's the normal victory points in the advanced rules, or I mean full ASL. Um, so your other option, other thing you have to do, right, is to make sure he doesn't get not... Oh, you could win by getting nine or ten points, eleven points, right? Right. CVP. Automatically win, because provided... The German does not do this. The American could win. So if you do that, he can't win. Oh, I see. So if you get nine or more combat victory points, then you win. So 
you kill a lot of squads, you're right. going to win the game. Right. He's coming on with 18, 19, 20, 21 points. So if you get about half of his guys' casualties, you win automatically. So then the other thing is, the Americans win if they control greater than or equal to 15 stone building hexes in your area. So he could also win that way. So I see three ways of winning. He gets 15 right. building hexes. You get nine or more points of casualties. And he breaks all of you. Right. Okay. Got it. All right. Okay. All right. This is Dave T. Setting up the Germans. Um, didn't put a whole lot of thought in this, but uh, what I have set up now is I have four squads on hex row R. Um, what I'm trying to do is is kind of block off anything. He's got a lot of open ground here to come through to get to at least my hex row, my setup area. Um, I do have a 468 and R1. I have a 548 and a light in R3. I have a 548 and R6. And a 548 and a light machine gun in R8. Um, I have my leader, my 80 leader in P2, kind of uh, as a Backup, if he needs to go route, he can route back there. Um, rally him up if, if need be. I have a 468 in P5 and a 468 in my 9-neg 1 liter in P7. Again, he's back there kind of as a rally point for if any squads in hex row R were to uh, get DM'd or need to rally. Um, not a lot of squads to set up, but I've got a lot of ground to cover. Um, trying to look at more or less uh, covering a lot of the open ground before he comes over. He's got a lot of real estate he's got to go across here first. But I also have a lot of buildings I need to protect. Um, so that's what I've done so far. We'll hold off until he comes. All right, this is Dave again providing the neutral commentary. Uh, I think he's done a pretty good job of setup. Intelligently, he has put his two leaders back as rally points, as he told you. That's pretty smart. I'm tempted to keep the 9-neg-1 up front with a at least a light machine gun. He is trying to um, cover some open ground. He can only set up as far as R. So uh, I would question the fact that he spread out along R to where he can't make any fire groups. So there are individual small shots that Jeff will be facing at this point, of course, he'll probably have a chance to shift in turn one, you know, before Jeff actually gets across the street, but I'm not sure. All depends what Jeff does. And um, I guess, again, with a starter kit, simple scenario, not a whole lot to talk about. Again, maybe think about fire groups as you're setting this up, people adjacent to each other, too. Not stacked in a hex. Stacking is a kiss of death sometimes, but at least uh, adjacent to form a fire group. All right, well, this is Jeff, and I'm setting up my attack. One thing I like about being the attacker is that um, the defender sets up first most times. And since he doesn't know where I'm going to attack from, he has to spread his forces out across the entire front. And then I can, if I wish, put all of my forces on one side or another. And he's got to scramble across the board in order to catch up with me. So, and I'm going to do this in this case. Dave has spread himself pretty much across the width of the board to cover the front. Uh, 
I'm going to move in from the lower uh, hex numbers. So starting off with, uh, I've got to start off on row Z. And I'm going to move into the cluster of buildings that's in uh, X1 and W3 and um, what is this, X4. I'm going to try to concentrate over on, this would be the south side buildings, and um, maybe also cover the road with some fire to keep him from running his north side infantry down across to give support to the others. So uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, so moving, on, moving along with that, uh, I'm going to start off with three squads in Z1 with the idea of moving them up into V1 by the end of the turn. There's some, uh, because the orchard is in season, there's some cover there, and then I'll be in a stone building. Then I'll be moving um, three squads, a machine gun and a leader from Z3 up into V2 and advancing even into U2 by the end of the turn. Now I'll have two squads in Z4 moving up into V3 by the end of the turn. Now, so I'll have this building, the, the building in R2 is going to be covered from a couple of different angles. Then additionally my last group I'm going to have um, a squad, my 8 meg 1 leader and a machine gun move into W6 and he's going to also cover that building from a different angle. So I should have, uh, I should very easily, I think, be able to cover that building and cover any movement that Dave may have to move his troops that are on the north side of the map uh, down to the south side where all the action is. I should have good coverage there and um, hopefully catch him in some open ground. All right, thanks, gentlemen. It looks like um, they're all set to go. We're going to play a couple rounds, is that right? Yeah, let's shake hands and then strip to our waists. <laughs> Ready? Get set. Go! And they're off. Jeff's movie first. Oh! Dave's coming up. No, oh, Dave's coming up with a nice roll roll. Oh! We haven't right. even moved when we're dice rolling. All right, so here I'm we confused go. confused already. We're going to play. <laughs> we're going to play a round or two and then come back with the commentary. Well, this, uh, so we're done with turn one, and it turned out uh, sort of like I'd hoped. I'd got my all my squads moved up well into uh, row U and row V um, with uh, some good coverage in W, the building in W8. Sorry, W6. So he's going to be watching uh, in case Dave tries to cross the road. I don't think he will, but gives me good... Uh, variety of uh, fire on his uh, squads that are in R3. So it uh, worked out kind of the way I wanted, though as a player, one thing, and this is probably why I'm not a good chess player either, or of any game, is uh, I often don't play past the first move or the next move. So I did my strategy pretty much based upon the way Dave was set up without ever really thinking about where he might go and what he might do. And I need to practice on that a little bit because uh, it's almost like I feel like um, like he can't move. I set up just with the assumption that he can't move, but of course he can. And he did do some skulking. He moved back out of my uh, fire range and then, then moved back into the buildings. So uh, anyway, I'm pretty satisfied with the way it started out. Oh, and he took a nasty shot. Yeah, I... I 
stepped uh, a whole stack. I actually did a bad, well, I don't know if it was a bad thing, but I needed a stack to move with a leader. So I put the whole stack together. I stepped out of the building in Z3 to Y3, just across the open ground there, and he took a shot. I couldn't believe it from R3. Just snaked in between the buildings and uh, caught me in open ground. That was pretty embarrassing, but fortunately he had a high roll and and there was no effect on it, but something to be watching about at all times. Uh, it looks like there's no line of sight, but you got to be careful in those. All right. Um, the Germans, unfortunately, had a nice full stack shot at at least three squads and a leader in Y3 from R3. I didn't see it right away, but um, I believe Jeff thought he was safe, although unfortunately I did not get any kind of hits on him. Um, he did a, he did DM my guy in P5, unfortunately, with a couple of his squads. Um, right now I'm kind of trying to protect my R line. I've sort of countered, um, forward a little bit to try to block. He's got to go through some open ground, although, um, you know, moving up to S, I, I have a squad in, um, S5 now, trying to block off him coming in through, although he's got smoke, so I... I presume he may be trying smoke as his exponent is 3. Um, if he does, I will probably have to pull back. But at least for right now, I think I've got a lot of lines um, covered, at least through lots of open ground, um, as long as I can stand where I'm at. He's got, he's got a lot of power here, lots of stacks. So we'll see where it takes us next. All right, that was Dave, obviously as a German. Um, neutral commentary... Jeff is forgetting his assault fire. Uh, the six United States troops have underlying firepower, assault fire in the advance phase. Round it down uh, half it to three, like a normal advance um, fire shot, and then add one because it's assault fire. He has not been adding one. I think I'll tell him soon. Uh, Dave did a great skulking move out of the building around R1 and then back into it. He currently occupies R2 and 3 with those two squads he skulked out and back. And S5, as he told you, he's got a 548. He got shot in P5 and broke, as he mentioned. I think Jeff might have missed a shot as Dave crossed the road in 04 from W6... No, it's not there. Jeff was right. Never mind. My angle's bad at this board. And um, Jeff got real lucky crossing that road in a stack on Y3. These hexes are further apart than you think. Always look closely. Uh, I mean, the buildings. The buildings are farther apart than you think. There's some pretty wide open line of sights. Jeff might have been better, better in X4 to try and cut off that road movement that he's trying to cut off. X4 would have been better. As you can see right down the hex spine. I don't know. Without checking all line of sight, I think it might, might have been a better setup or plan. So here we go into turn two. And we'll report back to you when it's finished. Well, in my turn two, this is Jeff, the American's turn two, uh, I did some prep fire into the buildings with nice big stacks, like 16, but uh, did not roll well. Can I roll those again? No. Oh, darn. There's no mulligans in this game at all, I don't think, ever. 
So I was totally ineffectual in firing into the building in R3, and I fired in it into it from U2. I had um, 18 there, rounded down to 16. I had some in, in U3, also totally ineffectual, and my group way back in W6, so nothing. Um, and in movement, I didn't do anything, and then I just did an assault move by spreading out troops a little bit, uh, moved two squads into U4, I moved one squad in the Edo leader into uh, V3. So every, pretty much everybody's got a good shot on somebody. Now in my next turn, if I can actually roll some decent dice, uh, hopefully I'm going to break some of these Germans, and then I can start running across the street. Um, and I went back to the pretty much the same positions that I was before, um, although I'm, he does have another couple squads up on me, so I may have to start giving up a couple buildings. Um, we're almost halfway through, so I think that would be okay. He's got to take 15 buildings, so he's got a lot of work and a lot of ground to cover here. So I think if I ease up here a little, maybe, without getting too, dam too much damage to my squads, which I had that one DM, but he did come back. So I have full squads. I'm feeling pretty confident at this point, but still somewhat early. Don't want to get too... Uh, overly confident because that's when you start to to lose so I will stay my position see how they work and potentially begin to fall back just a little bit um, but again he's got to take 15 buildings so he's got a lot of work to do here so I think I'm sitting well neutral commentator um yeah Jeff has that smoke ability he thinks he's got good shots uh, well you know three American squads 18, 16 shots, like you said, but it's plus 5, plus 3 building, plus 2 orchard, you know, or plus 1 CX. Now he's got the CX gone, so we'll see what happens to get you know, an average roll on the 16. If he rolls a 7, it's a 2 check, but when he adds the plus 5 to it, he's up to nothing. So an average roll gives him no, no result and the shots he's taken through the orchard. The other shots, you know, on just the building sh should turn something up, maybe. I'm not sure he's going to move fast enough. Yeah, I think he should throw, maybe throw some smoke, try and cross through there. He's He's got Dave in a position where he... Timonen only has a squad in R2, squad in the light in R3, the S5 squad, the squad in the light in R5, and then the other two leaders and two squads are back in hex row P. So he could swarm this building R1, draw the first fire, move around the side, you know, move into S2, draw the fire off, you know, T2, S2, second squad goes T1, S1, and then he's in the building. going to be tough to break out him in there, and he's not taking advantage of that. Um, so we'll see what happens. Dave's playing a very strong defense with the skulking. I like to think that I taught him that. But I'm sure Dave will continue with the skulking as long as he can hold these positions. If Jeff does break through soon, of course, once a couple Germans break, it's going to be not a lot of German squads left to hold these buildings. We'll see what happens as we play after, talk to you again after turn three. Well, that didn't go well. Lots of uh, advanced some units up to the building. I mean, I did get them in the building, but... Well, who'd you prep? Okay. I did a I did a massive fire group. Uh, 
my squad's in V3, U3, and U4, which was like uh, on the 30 column, mm -hmm. and rolled some ungodly high number into R3, all concentrating into R3, totally ineffective. Um, and then I decided to move the three squads that had been in, where were they, in U2? And uh, run them through the orchard because uh, at least there was enough, some cover in the orchard. Moved them into U2, into U1, then into the orchard, into T0. Uh, Dave took some shots at me. There was some uh, resid of one. Not too effective, not, not too worried about it. Uh, then I moved a squad into uh, U2 and T1. He took another shot. No problem. No problem there. And I actually got up to the building and advanced into the building into R1 and R2. So actually I had squads in the building. And he took a, took a uh, final protective fire at me, which had no effect. So it was good. And you broke. Yes, and I broke one of his squads. When he when he protected fire. Yeah. So he retreated. My uh, medium and the squad that are in W six keep working, keep trying to work away at his squad and machine gun in R three, and again are ineffectual. And I did have some. He took a shot at my units that were in V three. And got a good shot. Actually broke two units, and they've had to retreat. So they've they've moved back with the leader, so that they can hopefully they can rally. They're back in W four right now, and they're scared. So it uh, didn't work out as well as I thought. I did get a couple units in the building, but I could use some better rolls. Coming up next, better rolls. Okay, um, I think that last turn was fairly successful. Um, when Jeff routed back into V3, I had a clear shot, so I DM'd his guys again. Um, although he did come up closer than I anticipated, although I did feel like I held him off pretty well in positions R2, S5, and R5 for him trying to come across. He still hasn't used smoke, um, although I'm not an avid smoke user myself, so I don't always do so well in, the, in that case. But um, he did break my squad when I did a final protective fire when he came up um, in R2 and S2. However, my, I did uh, manage to break him um, in R2 when I was in R3. So that squad there has been pretty successful so far. That our three squad, five, four, eight, and my light machine gun. So that's a pretty good defense there. Um, and everything else has been pretty much holding. I do have one broken squad that needs to come back. But even if he comes up here, he still has a lot of ground to cover. He's got 15 buildings. Um, feeling pretty good so far. But again, I'm still uh, optimistically conservative uh, so far. Neutral commentary. Um, Jeff's massive fire group should have worked. I'm not sure he could be prepping that much. If he hadn't prepped the U3 squads, they could have helped move to T2, S2, and drawn all the fire off. That would have given a free movement to his V... I don't know, were they in V2 or somewhere? And they went into U2, U1, 
into the woods, S1 around the flank, you know. So I think drawing fire, he moved backward. He, he, his first squad moved furthest away to U2, U1, drawing the first fire, allowing Dave to have a subsequent fire. Remember, you want to move your nearer unit first to them and try and draw their first fire, and then everyone else can move around that resid, around the first fire, and he can't shoot a subsequent at a unit further away. So Jeff blew that. He was tentative even going for the building in this turn, but I kind of, he said, well, I don't know about, I can't go, i got a lot of ground, and I just said the word orchard, you know, to kind of point out he had cover. So, and smoke, I don't think he actually needs it now, looking at it. It would just slow him down on crossing those three hexes of orchard to get into the R1 building. So, the dispositions um, are currently W6 American, the medium... The six 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 squad and eight neg one, and Jeff routed to V three at one point from I think U three, and then of course Dave had a shot straight up the middle just to keep him DM'd. So always route further away, so you're not going to get DM'd. But Jeff has currently then he had to, then he routed again, so now he's back in W four. He gets a uh, two broken squads and a medium and an 80 liter under DM. He's got the U4, two squads, a U2, no, U3, one squad and a broken squad with no leader in V2. And then in R1, he has the broken squad from R2, which is still DM, and a, a good order squad in R1. Dave's squad from R2 had to route, as you heard. So he is all the way back now in N3 because he got, like, a advanced fired on or something. And he routed to N3 or final fired on with the 80 leader. Dave Timonen has a 468 in P2. The good old 548 in light, R3. The S5, 548. 548 in a light in R5. I think Dave should switch that so that light is further up with a better feel of fire. P5. 468 and an 8 9 neg 1 and 06. That's the current disposition. Uh, I guess I think Dave's still playing a good fallback defense. Jeff has finally cracked this thing a little, but I think he's going to be running out of time. We'll see. The deal, too, is his units in U4 have already cut off this road. He's trying to cut off from W6, so there's no need to sit in W6. Those guys are free to do a, and they got a leader to do a a double time run maybe around the end if he can draw the fire of the squad in R5. Um, so he doesn't need W5 uh, or 6 anymore to cut off that road. He's really got it covered from U4. Here we go. We'll play turn uh, 4 and get back to you. All right. Well, that's the end of turn. We have reached the end of turn 4. I made a little more progress. This time, uh, finally uh, broke his squad and machine gun in R3. That was giving me a hard time. Uh, broke them with the two squads. I had two full 666 squads in U4. So finally broke him there. Also broke his other unit that was in uh, R2 and forced him back. So now there, I had pretty easy time getting into the building at that point. He was still giving me some crossfire. He had a unit in uh, S5 that was shooting into me as I ran through the orchard to come up to the building in R3, but I really didn't have a problem. He was 
just one resids in there. So I've managed to run a bunch of units. And also during my, uh, at the beginning of the turn, I was able to rally all of my units that were broken and sitting back in W4. So thank goodness they rallied. Then they've ran up. So got quite a few build uh, people in, uh, quite a few squads in R3. The problem is I need to really be moving in and taking over more of these buildings. Um, he is breaking and falling back, but I still got a lot of work to cut out for me. I may start sweeping around a little bit to the north, finally moving to my squad and neg one leader that are in W6. Move those across to the north and scamper around that way. Uh, so there's probably going to be a lot of forced action in this next turn. The only squad I have to rally is um, there's one squad that's sitting in the courtyard in S2 and probably enjoying a nice cappuccino because it's a beautiful day in France. Uh, they're sitting right there. Eh, they might come back. And we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, unfortunately, one of my uh, rallying on one of my squads, I half squatted a box card. Um, however, he did take out another squad that I had to route from R3. My squad that kept back quite a few of his for a while there, but um, he was sacrificed. Now, these rules, Dave, maybe you can correct me here. Did, Are he, they did he die location? that squad that, in R3? Um, Where did he go? He no, he routed and he's DM'd back here. Because I kept DMing. Your squad went back where? Oh, it went back to Q... No, O4. Low crawl and then... Low crawl and then... Where is it now? It's gone. He took it out with his... Uh, from w W6 okay. location. Now, the victory condition is... Is it location or hexes? Like, hexes. is this one building? No, it's hexes. Stone building hexes. Hexes. Otherwise, it would say buildings. Okay, gotcha. So he's got to, in two and a half turn, in two turn, two moves, he's got to take 15 of these buildings. And he has four or five. Yeah. I'm not sure he can do it. But I still got to be aggressive here keeping him off. Um... And, and cutting off his open ground spots. So I got a pretty good line on R still. I'm in R5 and R6. So your goal is to hold the buildings over in R? Pretty much. Hold the buildings. I mean, if he takes this, that's okay. But What's he's this? Gonna... They can't hear that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he he's, in, he's in building R3, S3. R3. Yeah, and so P2 and P3, he's going to have to He's gonna have to break me out of there. That's seven. That's two buildings, right. Total of seven. Um, he can get or back six. here to N1, say M2 and L2. Maybe 10. You know, I don't know. That's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine buildings. He has to be pretty aggressive here to get 15, so I'm going to try to do what I can to board, keep him from doing that. Board yeah. ends at H. Oh. Right, okay. Yeah, that's pretty far down. So he has to do a lot of running, take a lot of buildings here, but I, I think I got enough to hold him off from doing so. Again, neutral commentary. I think I'll give you the dispositions of the troops. W6 is the same. Two squad, American squads, and U4. And S2, a broken U.S. squad, DM'd in NATO. Uh, S3, uh, squad CX'd. Uh, R1, a squad. American squad and a medium CX. The three squads in R2 American. 
The German LMG sits in Q4, open ground, unpossessed. P2, 468. R5, the 548, a 548 and an LMG in R6. 468 and a 9 neg 1 in P5. A half squad, 248, elite, and N3. And the 8-0, he moved back to M5. That's the dispositions at the moment. Uh, I got a little distracted during this turn, and I didn't quite pay enough attention to tell you who did what right or wrong. But it looks like Jeff must have done something right. So we'll just go back to the turn five and see what happens. Well, end of turn five, and it's not looking good for Jeff. I should have changed my name to Dave. I did manage to finally take all the building in R123S3. Uh, and I also took a building in S5. <clears throat> but my uh, leader squad and machine gun that had been uh, working its way to the north caught some fire and broke and have retreated into the dirt. So they're not looking too good. And um, I tried to make some advances across the road that runs down on um, Q, but made three attempts, four attempts at smoke from four different squads. No smoke would be had. Must be, uh, oh, we got a bad run of smoke grenades, I guess. Gonna have to call the company about that. So I haven't made any progress across the, across the street. The only thing that can save me now is if Dave has a heart attack uh, during my during my movement phase, which uh, anything is possible. So, or maybe he'll just concede. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. I think what I'm going to do is just run my guys out there and hope for the best. <laughs> just going to run them all out on the road, see if I can get into enough buildings. Maybe something great will happen. We'll see. Okay. Um, at this point, unless I'm totally misinterpreting the the victory conditions, I think I have this game. Um, if Jeff's got one last turn, he's got to take 15 building hexes. I don't know how he can do it. Um, he's got to be pretty aggressive, but even then, I don't know that he can take 15 with the amount of squads he has. That last turn, he prepped a couple. He tried to throw smoke and successful, unfortunately, or fortunately for me. Um, so I don't think he can do it. I, I'm guessing he might concede here, but I don't know for sure. Um, I'd like to play it out if he's interested. Other than that, that's it. Neutral commentary. I think Jeff had to cross that road even without the smoke. Um, just too few of Dave's units holding him up. Dave, the current positions for the German, 468P2, 06, 468, 9-1, P5, 248, M5, 80. R8, the 548 and the light. R6, the 548. So Dave's got a good job of holding that right flank. Jeff's broken in V8. The squad, the medium, and the leader are still broken, but not DM'd. If they rally up, they might make a run for it. Either way, they might tie up the squads in R8. Jeff has that S5 squad. Two squads in R3. Three squads in a medium in R2. A, a squad and a leader in S2. And a broken 
half squad and you too. So he's got a strong force. I guess he's just going to have to rush across. I think he should try and shoot down that road. Draw that fire, loop around the back. He can pick up... He needs ten more buildings, though. That's the trick. He's going to fall short. Let's see what happens, I suppose, next. Correction. Uh, Jeff only gets credit for the buildings in the row R, yeah. not the ones in S, so I probably miscalculated that. All right, everybody, that's the game. Uh, what do you think, guys? Well, what Jeff did was uh, got across the street, drawing the fire from P2. Then he ran, and, and Dave took a really stupid shot from N3 into the building, P3, when he should have been waiting just to cut off open ground shots with neg twos. He took a plus three shot. But his subsequent shot did bust the squad as it moved to P4. Um, Jeff then drew off the fire from N3 and P2, so he made a dash to N1, got a squad and an 8-0 from S2 to N1. The, then he went to the left. He ended up taking R5 with an assault move. Mm -hmm. Didn't draw Dave's fire. Had to try and cross the open ground in, what is that, Q? It's O5. O5, isn't that element OP? I'm sorry, O5. And he ended up getting pinned. Jeff got pinned with a squad and broke a squad, so that stopped his move to pick up any buildings in P5, P6. That yeah. is Q, by the way, not O. It is Q, element OP. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Q. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's always Q on the line, so... What do you think, Jeff? Uh, I think I'm going to switch to shoots and ladders. It's a much easier game. Yeah. Not, not as many rules. Where'd you go wrong? Um, hard to know. I know. Hard to know. Bad rolling. No. Well, partly, but what else? You, you ended up prepping a turn when you should have been blitzing right through that orchard second turn. Yeah. I mean, right? You got right into the yeah. positions. You had one squad, one squad. You had like five on the left flank. Draw the fire, break, draw the fire, break. Three squads leap in here, close combat. He's really thrown off guard. Otherwise, I think your plan was right, cutting off the road, yeah. right? Yeah. Overpowering him. You right. chose overpower him, then you never really overpowered him soon enough by a turn or two. What do you think, Dave? Is that accurate? Uh, I, I would agree. I think that um, there are a lot of squads there, although the rolling wasn't good. Um, for Jeff? For Jeff. However, I think he could have been a little more aggressive, and I think putting more pressure here earlier on... Where's here? Toward building R1. R1, yeah. R2, R3 would have caused me to fall back probably maybe a turn or two earlier, so we could be looking at a different game potentially, although 15 buildings is a lot here, so it's not by any means easy. It's interesting that all the firepower that I had there had no effect on the building. Right, the plus three. Until yeah. turn three. Yeah. Until, right. Yeah, until about turn three. Yeah. And that's where with the orchard cover, I would just go for the movement and yeah. rally up on the eights, maybe. Um, Jeff, how do you think Dave played? Uh, well, I think he played well. I think he played as as well as he could. He got his his units that were over on the north, managed to bring them down south and, and cover my tracks a little bit. I think he played well, skulked when he needed to. Um, he held his ground. Yep, ended up working. Yeah. All right, anything else, gentlemen? I don't think so. I think All that's right. it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope this is a little bit helpful. And um, we'll see you later.
Don't forget to roll, roll low and, and may, may the, the dice, dice be with you. But especially not when you're playing. Yes. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.